G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. And we have a very special guest joining us on the show today. We're joined by Ryan, Mark and Chloe from the band Futures. How are you guys? Good. Good. Yeah, good. (laughs) Firstly, can you introduce yourselves and let me know what is your role in the band Futures? Go, Ryan. Go. (laughs) I was was like rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah, (laughs) maybe I'll have to direct. (laughs) Ryan. Yes, my name is Ryan. I'm currently in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I sing and write uh, for Future. So that's kind of the short short end of it, of, of what I do. Awesome. Mark? Me. So I kind of am one of the main writers and really the leader of, everything to do with futures so as far as musical instruments i kind of like leave it to them and i'm in behind the scenes writing and leading and basically running the band so awesome and chloe yeah mark's kind of like divergent he's like you know a bit of everything (laughs) um i am from uh right now two and a half hours north of adelaide so hey everyone um and i sing and write just like ryan um, and I mean, I think in a band you kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, of course. So fun. <laughs> Ryan plays keys. Chloe plays keys. Ryan plays drums. Ryan was in marching band. He was. Weren't you a pro marching band guy? Yeah, did that what? for did that for a long time, and then went on <laughs> to teach it. I went on to teach it for like seven years and all that stuff. So did a lot of a lot of things. And drumming drumming was uh, actually where it started for me. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. He's got drum tattoos on his arm. He's got, he's yeah, got, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm hard, hardcore here. Hardcore tattoos and everything. Just committed. You know you're hardcore when you have to explain why you're hardcore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just imagine <laughs> the most hardcore person in your mind, and that is me. I'm just kidding. Not at all. <laughs> That's the beauty of radio. Everyone's got this picture. <laughs> uh, no, I, wish, I wish you could see what I, what, me right now and you realize how not hardcore that I am but you know (laughs) we'll leave it to the mystery at the moment (laughs) that's the beauty of radio isn't it we're going to continue chatting to the guys from futures coming up it's your love holly hallowell right across australia your saturday simulcast of vision 180 mel with you today and we are joined by the guys from futures they're all over the globe we've got one in adelaide two of you guys are based in Atlanta in Georgia. Now, we talked about your roles in the band, but I want to know, how did you get together? How do you even know each other living so far apart? Yeah, that's a good question. There is a lot of uh, story behind that. But we basically, uh, a lot of us lifelong friends, started out in Adelaide, Australia, and we are part of a, a church that's planning global campuses. And our first international campus was in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where we met Ryan on week two of the launch of Atlanta campus and then never looked back. That was probably 10 years ago now. And yeah, so almost. Ryan has just crossed, I think, the barrier of lifelong friend also. So <laughs> it's, been, it's basically just been like a, 
we've been in and around church together, um, Influences Church in Adelaide and then in Atlanta and just being, you know, both Ryan and I launched a campus. Um, Chloe, I met Chloe in in Wondera where she is right now at a random youth camp where she was singing a song and then she ended up doing internship and yeah, we just, it's kind of God brought us together. Just yeah. really, it's its so hard to pinpoint how we all got here. And I think that's even with the song Hills and Horizons um, kind of sums up in the message. It's like, you know, we don't, there's so many things that we don't get to see or we didn't plan or strategize, but somehow God had a plan and we were just arrived in, in different parts of the world. Like Chloe, um, just in, in the middle of nowhere right now, riding together over Zoom and it's it's been a, it's been a trip. I mean, Mark is a little bit instrumental. He uh, when he first met me, like you said, out in the middle of nowhere, um, was like, hmm, I'm gonna set her up with my brother, and it didn't go well for a few years, and then we ended up getting married. So now Mark and I yeah. are in laws and ended up moving across the world with them to plant campuses in Atlanta. So that's kind of how we all got tangled up. Um, for you know, we were how long was I there? Not eight. Eight years, I think, before, yeah. Um, yeah, we moved back here recently. So, so yeah. cool. And I love how God brought you together. We're going to continue chatting with the guys from Futures coming up. But right now, one day, be the light at Vision 180. Forever free, light right across Australia. Met with you today at Vision 180. And we are joined by Ryan, Mark and Chloe from the band Futures. They all live all over the world. We've got one in Adelaide, two in Atlanta, Florida. So, guys, when did you get to that point where you all met and you decided, hey, we're great friends, we've got something special, let's create a band together? Yeah, that's a good question. So, about five years ago, we were um, just at a global retreat. Our church has done, like, I don't know if you know Planet Shakers and Guy Sebastian and all those. We're pretty, like, known for music in the past and have a, definitely a musical history. And it was kind of like a season of 10 years where, we were focused um, on a lot of other things other than that and put some, you know, some of that stuff on pause. And really it just was a bubbling up. I remember we were a, I was a youth pastor back in the day and we'd get, I'd get the guys together and I'm like, we're going to write a youth EP. And then it kind of like <laughs> wrote a few songs and it wasn't very good. And we just were like gave up, you know. And, and then um, it's kind of like about five years. It just wasn't the right time. Five years later, it just started. We just started writing a lot more and there became like a really clear vision around it and it was really intentional um i, I want to say you know it sounds nice to say it just started organically happening but it really was a really intentional decision that there is and, and recognition of there's something inside of us to create to write um and it wasn't just songs necessarily for the church it was also for the world i feel like there's personal atmospheres that we uh called and feel called to write into you know whether that's in the gym or that's in the car as they're you know driving or whether it is in a congregational type setting i feel like there is both corporate and personal atmospheres that we are really passionate about writing music for and so i think it was yes our hobby yes our passion but also really a very strong vision you know from from god and of this is this is how we're going to do it. This is why we're going to do it. And so it was really about five years ago that we started. All right, let's let's do what we need to do. And like everything, like the journey of finding the the pieces that come together in terms of people, um, and finding that 
flow and that gel and being able to be in the zone and all in the same I slip, it's like a slipstream of, you know, as God has brought people in and very, um, very clumsy a lot of the time in terms of like Mark said, we write stuff and be like, I'm so glad we're not releasing it yet because we would have been embarrassed on Spotify. Um, so very much a journey, but definitely God has brought the right people. And now, you know, it's just so special to where we were like all on the same page. There's such mm. an openness and you really have that flow of being able to write and just put words to what God is doing in everyone at the same time. So special. So special. Thanks, guys. We're going to continue chatting with Futures coming up and we'll find out all about their brand new album, Hills and Horizons, on the way. But right now, Sarah Reeves, Not My Style, the remix at Vision 180. The heart of Catherine with Follow right across Australia, living different at Vision 180. And we are joined by Chloe, Mark and Ryan from the band Futures. Now, you said you're all living apart. We've got uh, Chloe in Adelaide, Mark and Ryan are in Atlanta, in Georgia. Does that mean that you've been creating music the whole time on Zoom? Some of the time. <laughs> we're, pretty, <laughs> we're pretty all over the place. So True. it has been, yeah, definitely over the past maybe two years, there's been a lot of Zoom. And that, a lot of that was due to COVID because we were all in the States together and we were still having to write over Zoom because of, as you know, lockdowns, restrictions, everything. So we've done a lot of Zoom just through the pandemic. Um, but also our our producer had moved back to Australia for a little while um, and Mark was back here having his third little beautiful baby Zara and then I moved back. So a lot of back and forth, really. <laughs> really, everybody's been leaving me slowly over the last two years. It's just been social, social distancing to the max. So like, man, we got to get out of America and go back. So. Australia, Aww. no, but like Chloe said, our it it has been. It's funny, you know. Obviously, the whole world went on Zoom two years ago, and um, it's one of those things where you wish you would have bought stock in Zoom in 2019. You'd be doing all right right now, right? If you would have predicted oh, it. Yeah. But, oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. But that was kind of, and I'll say Zoom has been, uh, you know, a way obviously for us to stay connected, and especially when, like Chloe just got done saying, when when with her being over there, with Mark being over there, when uh, he just got back a couple months ago. Uh, back into the country, you know, it was good to keep us uh, connected. But I'll tell you this, it just takes a, um, it takes just the right moment to be able to write uh, songs over Zoom. Because there's something about, you know, there's only so much you can convey via a webcam or a phone call, right? <laughs> and so, especially when you're doing that, I, I think, I think Mark and Chloe have been able to do it the best between the two of them a bit because of their history and them just kind of grinding out lyrics. But so much of what we're used to in the songwriting process is being all together and praying together or sharing together or doing devotions together and then seeing songs kind of come out of those atmospheres. So much of the this album that we just released actually came out of a writing retreat that we did together down in South Georgia, in Savannah, Georgia. And it was all about, uh, it was us locking ourselves really in a home um, and sitting in rooms together with, with lots of tears and lots of laughs and lots of prayer. And, um, the giant seeing, giraffe. What? Yes, there was this giant <laughs> giraffe so now that we, we, jokingly named, we jokingly named George. There was this, ma- this massive, like, um, this All right. 10 foot, no, no <laughs> exaggeration. I, I wish this was an exaggeration, but it's not. It was probably at least 10 feet tall. It was like a piece of, like, really abstract furniture. Yeah, that was like leather huge. on the outside. 
shoved in a corner. And so we nicknamed him George. And George, um, we've given songwriting credits to uh, inspiration <laughs> about the highs and lows of life. Really, you know, some of those in Horizons uh, was just because of how high and low his uh, his stature was. <laughs> and um, but so much, so much of our song songwriting process, like, just is that it's us coming together, it's laughing together, it's praying together, it's yeah. you know a bit of burying our souls to one another a bit and. These songs have, yes, yeah, yeah. it's been such a journey. So Zoom's been great on the extreme scenarios, but for us to write together, I know that it's it's um, it's once once again just getting in those atmospheres, getting in the room together, and uh, and kind of going on a, a scavenger hunt of discovery of of what song is there to be discovered. Did George make the album or a film clip? <laughs> George, Ooh, George, there's, 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 Ryan was drumming on him at one point. He was doing <laughs> yes, I turned George into a, min, a musical instrument. He, he is oh. a large being. <laughs> we honestly need, we need someone there just videoing the whole time. Seriously, I would watch it. On the way, we're going to continue chatting with the guys from Futures and we'll find out about their latest single, Hills and Horizons. But right now, Gateway Youth, here with you. Colin with Tension at Vision 180. We're catching up with the guys from Futures. So you were talking about your album, Hills and Horizons. It's out right now. We're loving it. Can you tell us firstly where the whole concept of Hills and Horizons came from? You touched on it before. Yeah, I think Hills and Horizons was something that when we came to that retreat in Savannah, it was something that had been brewing in all of our hearts, I guess, for the last year it it was really a comment that someone made to me about you know the release of our last album prior to that which is just the cross and they're like hey you know this take a look around you're about to go back down into the valley and um climb another mountain and i was kind of like that that doesn't feel that's not great come on be a bit more positive this is that's not what you want to hear on an album release and it's, it's true though it was exactly what happened we went into COVID and we couldn't see what was going on we didn't know how the future was and we had a lot of live shows in America that were being cancelled as did so many people and there was a lot of confusion a lot of like God what are you doing like how do like and really that line of like we don't get to see the whole picture was the whole like really such a personal message for us as a band and us as a team um us as like people individually in different ways and then at the same time we just felt like man this is not just our message this is something that the world is going through right now and this is putting words to it and we didn't even intentionally write it like oh what does the world need to hear it wasn't that at all it was like how honest can we be with what we're feeling right now and um You know, learning to love the lonely roads. There's lines in there that mean things, you know, personally to all of us. And I know that that one for me was hard. I'm a I'm a major extrovert, and COVID was oh, not me too. fun. It wasn't fun. Being locked away and like learning to love the lonely road. It it was mm. just, it was hard. It was, um, but at the same time, it is this beautiful like I guess wrestle and it, like a hopeful struggle, if you will, with that song that we we're really proud of of being able to like where it kind of landed, you know, sonically and lyrically. Um, that is, is like really, wow. I don't get to see the whole picture, but I'm okay with that. Like that is part of this trust journey. And it's kind of like, and it's, it's nice to just say that and nice to sing that and feel that. And so 
it was very personal. That's where it kind of came out of it. And for us straight away, it was the last song we wrote all together on the retreat. We were like warmed up, ready to go. We were feeling it. And then it just kind of like flowed. And Chloe was leading the charge on a lot of the, the melody stuff in the chorus. It just, it just came out of that moment um, very organically. And like Ryan just said before, it, there are songs that you feel like are written, but then there are songs that it's like almost you were given the privilege of discovering. Um, and there's a big difference between songs that you grind out and kind of write, you know, versus yeah. songs mm. that you kind of just discover. It's like you, like this amazing like book in the attic that you didn't even know was there, and you like, you know, the dust, you brush the dust off it, and you just discover this whole thing. That that's kind of the feeling in the room, and we just all stood up and looked at each other, and we we're like, yes, this is. <laughs> it. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> They're the best songs, aren't they? The ones that just come together without you having to try. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I think the cool part is of writing as a group, especially with that song, is because it was everyone's story and then it became our story, but everyone had that same um, like initial moment that Mark had in their own way. And so when they all came together, every lyric is so personal to someone in the group. Like that lyric about breaking the cycles in my mind and that pre-chorus of over and over and over again. My goodness, I'm sure everyone on the planet with these, um, the last two years of this ongoing pandemic over and over again going up the hill and down the valley and that the power in that lyric of break, let's break that cycle and let's see this in a fresh way. God, let's refresh my perspective on this. And so I think all of us could talk for hours about where that came from in our own lives and that's the power in that song for us as a group is it was everyone's story and then it became yeah. our story. I love Super that and special. it's such amazing timing like how good is the release is kind of, well for us it's kind of the end of COVID but it's still not the end, like we're still not knowing what's next and what's this year going to bring <laughs> and it's such a good oh, reminder, really? hey we don't get to see the whole picture but God knows and we can kind of just give it to him and not worry about it. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Let's have a listen right now to their single Futures, Hills and Horizons at Vision 180. Now, you guys mentioned this album, Hills and Horizons, was two years in the making. Did you have a whole heap of songs that you wrote and then you had to try and cut it down? Or did you just write a few and you're like, yep, that's all good? Oh, my goodness. No. Oh, (laughs) oh, man. This call isn't long enough to tell that story. I can have to say, (laughs) jeez. So we... You know, there's one thing uh, a guy uh, said to us um, as a team that said, you know, don't turn the tap off. He said, literally fight the urge to turn off the tap because we had kind of gotten into this zone, if you will. I mean, we try to we try to write. We've always tried to write, you know, as consistently uh, as possible. But, you know, we're all, you know, some of us are running in different directions at times. And a lot of us have, you know, small children at home and things along those lines. And obviously the church and things. And so writing at times can be a bit tricky, but we kind of just hit this groove, if you will, in like late 2019 and then into, into 2020, where we just started writing and writing and writing and songs were just, and even still today, are being, I feel like, written every week uh, but to, across the team, uh, if not multiple. And that was really advice. I remember it was that retreat, the, the infamous Savannah retreat, where we went away for three days. We brought our entire, you know, kind of nucleus team of futures we had two writing rooms and a two-story house we had an upstairs room and a downstairs room 
So we were literally, literally writing two songs at a time. We wrote like six songs a day for like three days. We came out with like 12 to 14 songs, which was just, which was crazy. Honestly, we were, we were, I, I think a bit shocked at ourselves. <laughs> we're like, wow, like the, the grace that was on that. And, um, and then even coming out of that, you know, I think we felt pretty, pretty confident. Al- almost every song on this Hills and Horizons album actually came out of, out of that wow. retreat alone. But mm-hmm. honestly, even when we were, even when we were cutting it down to the songs that made uh, this album, uh, I want to say we had no exaggeration, 30 or somewhere between 30 to 40 songs that we literally took. And then I can't tell you, Mark would probably know the number of revisions that we made um, to this track list. Um, if you will, and really just kind of really prayerfully going, I mean, what, what kind of sonically makes sense? What message makes sense? Once again, almost every single one of these songs written out of the pandemic, written out of, you know, this time of isolation and lockdown. Some of these things were uh, songs where it was us like singing ourselves and writing ourselves into a better place, like just having to write about who we knew God was, even though it wasn't exactly what we were feeling in the moment. And I just, I remember the countless revisions uh, that we made, the countless conversations, and we'll just say passionate conversations at times. Now, this song, no, this song needs to be on the album. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so hard to narrow it down. It, it really, it really was to, to pivot time and time again. Um, and so, yeah, I, I want to say it was, once again, 30 to 40 songs that we had to choose from and narrowing it down to these 11 to what we believe is bringing language to what so many people need to hear, what so many personal atmospheres need to hear. Like Mark was saying, our passion is for the corporate room, but our our passion is for the individual atmosphere. And especially now more than ever, where everything in culture is telling us to isolate um, or even just kind of keep things. I heard somebody say today, you know, how many times have you said to somebody, you know, why are you standing so close to me? Right. And it used to never be a thing that you would even think of. They're like, man, this person, this person's standing really close to me right now. But it's like, you know, 18 months ago, two years ago, that would have never crossed your mind. And so there's such a fight in the, in the, in the personal atmosphere, in the private atmosphere. And so many of these songs were like, let's get hope, language, melodies into people's private personal atmospheres uh, where they're needing so much encouragement and so much hope right now. We're going to continue chatting with Ryan, Mark and Chloe from the band Futures coming up. So don't go anywhere. And of course, if you miss out on the full interview and you want to go back and have a listen, it's going to be a podcast after the show at our website, vision180.org.au. Coming up, Riley Clemens and this one from Arise Brighter at Vision 180. It's The Heat with Stephen Stanley for your Saturday Simulcast. Mel keeping your company today and we are joined by the Fabulous Ryan, Mark, and Chloe from the band Futures. These guys are scattered all over Australia with Chloe in a farm just out of Adelaide, and Ryan and Mark are based in Atlanta, Georgia. They've just released their brand new song, Hills and Horizons. We don't get to see the whole picture, we don't get to see the whole thing. We just get a glimpse of the moment. So the film clip came out just over a week ago, and I'm loving it. It's like a little mini movie. So, guys, can you tell us about the concept behind that song, not being able to see the whole picture? Oh, uh, that was fun. Um, it was also freezing. Oh, we really? almost got frostbite. Freezing. 
Actually. I, I can't I can't tell you how much I'm just trying to keep my lips still in that video. I'm just like, don't want it to make it look. Okay, oh. so in the first opening scene, when you see me like twinkling my fingers, that <laughs> alone was so challenging because they were stiff. You know when your hands are cold, you're trying to like make them look relaxed. They were like. The wind, like the wind was just ripping through those trees. It was so cold. And I think we reshot Chloe's hand moving like that probably twenty times. It was like, oh, actually, move it more. Oh, you poor thing! Did you put gloves on as soon as you're like, cool, that scene's done. <laughs> gloves on. We were so pleased. We should have done that. That makes perfect sense. Yes. We just piled into the car and cranked the heater and then ran back out. It was hilarious. But no, it was a, it was a kind of a, a work in progress for a while um and just trying to tell the story of what we feel like a bigger um really like there's a bigger i feel like something's happening in christianity worldwide like there's a i guess a you know Isaiah talks about that god's doing a new thing do you not perceive it it springs up um and i i feel like there's this perception in a lot of people that would resonate that god is doing something new in christianity and I think like there's an awakening happening. It's coming. It's we're in the process of that. And I, and I am just. I feel like every great awakening, um, every great awakening in history that's ever been. A, a lot of the times, music plays a central role in that awakening. And so for us, we just feel like we we're leaning into that. We want to be a part of what that looks like. We think there needs to be and will be a, a shift and a change. Um, stylistically, like how, like I think there's just a generational shift and awakening coming. And so we don't know exactly, obviously as I'm stumbling around at you, we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. Um, Or we we just know that it's it's here. We perceive something shifting and changing. And I feel like Hills and Horizons is like part of the music journey for us is being a part of the awakening, being a part of the change, even sonically shifting how things are done traditionally. Like I'll, I wonder how long the 2000 power ballads are going to, you know, still be leading the charts, you know? <laughs> um, and so I feel like there is, there is this big, really the revolution that's the words getting out in this video. Like you see kind of that wind comes through the window representing the Holy Spirit and then Danae, who's the girl lying on the couch, is having this vivid dream and gets a revelation, starts spreading the word. And I just feel like that's what God's, it's representative of this album for us personally, but it's also what I feel like God's doing um, in, in different people's hearts, whispering, mm-hmm. this is this is what I want to do and this is your role in it and, and giving dreams and visions um, to what that's going to look like. Yeah, it's so true. And if you haven't seen the film clip, make sure you jump onto YouTube and check it out, Hills and Horizons. It's really, really well done. We're going to have a listen to a track from Futures coming up and we'll chat all about Alibi coming up after this. Richland, King on the Inside at Vision 180. We are joined by Ryan, Mark and Chloe from the band Futures. And guys, I want to know all about your single Alibi. It came out mid last year. We're playing it right here on Vision 180. Can you tell us a little bit about the background of that song? Chloe, go. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, okay, that was actually also written um, in Savannah. And like Ryan mentioned, we kind of all got around and we were throwing out concepts. What God, what's God been doing? What's he been speaking? And Mark brought this concept of alibi. And we're talking about that moment where there's Jesus and Barabbas and how the crowd is going, give us Barabbas, give us Barabbas. And that, that is just a picture when Jesus takes, that place of Barabbas and kind of this concept of 
Barabbas is all of us. And he shared that and my spirit just leapt and I was like, oh, my goodness. That's so weird that you brought that because my dad had randomly just sent me this thing and I'd been looking into this whole concept. So we were like, yep, let's team up, went upstairs to writing room B um, and worked on this concept. And so it's really this picture, you know, the verses are very, um, they're just kind of telling you this story and painting this picture of Jesus standing there, um, you know, standing there before you on my dirt on display. It's putting us in the place of Barabbas um, right as Jesus is about to go to the cross and giving this fresh picture which I love of Jesus as our alibi you know we're, we're sinners and yet we get to just point to Jesus sitting at the right hand of God and say God he's my alibi and you know scripture says he's at the right hand interceding for us he's ta- taken our place and he literally is our alibi so I hope that helps explain a little bit of the depth behind it wow um, yeah it's a really cool song I love it it's got so much more meaning when you explain it like that. I want to go back and have another listen now. Mm. Yeah, definitely do it. In fact, let's do it right now. Futures, Alibi, Living Different at Vision 180. Oh, creatures, wonder working the Neon Feather remix, Living Different right here at Vision 180 for your Saturday simulcast. Mel with you today. And we are joined by the amazing Mark Ryan and Chloe from the band Futures. Chloe is in a little farm off Adelaide and Mark and Ryan are based in Atlanta, Georgia, and they make up the band Futures. So, guys, tell us about your song, Good Things. I think this one is just so relevant for right now. There's so many distractions going on around the world. There's so much unrest, and it's a really good reminder to focus on the good things, what is true and what is good. Did that song come out of COVID? Yes. Um, do either of you want to touch on that? Um, that is. Yeah, Ryan, maybe jump in on this one. Yeah, go. Go, Ryan. Good things, yes. So the infamous, uh, I feel like we just need to like have a soundbite that says, the infamous Savannah retreat, right? Because literally every, feels like every song starts with, well, we were in Savannah, you know? And so, um, no. so it was also uh, written on that trip. And it was just, uh, I remember when that got brought up by Benet, who is one of our main uh, songwriters as well, kind of part of our core nucleus team, if you will. She does. She wears a million hats. She's one of those people where everything she touches turns to gold. Uh, you know, so you you love her and you hate her all at the same time. But no, she she's amazing. And I remember she brought it up. Um, it's in oh, man, just thinking, just focusing on the good things. We right there in the middle of 2020, where you've got everything hitting you in the face that tells you why you need to be depressed. Um, mental health, uh, you know, hotlines of calls had gone up 400% or something crazy like that. And all these things that really people were using as outlets to run from their issues. They were forced in their homes to actually face the things that they had been running from. And in that time going, man, we, what are we focusing on? Are we focusing on the dread that is just, you know, infiltrating every outlet that, uh, has access to getting into our homes? Um, or are we focusing on the good things? Are we focusing on the miracles? Are we focusing on, you know, I love the, the simple things that it mentions in the song about, you know, long drives, painted skies, like the, literally the things that are around us every single day that we're actually aren't even spending time focusing on even yeah. the simplicity and the beauty of what God has created to help inspire us through our day or, or inspire creativity in our lives. And so I love so much to the song is because it's just, it's it's calling us higher. It's calling us to literally lift our eyes into the good things that is that are 
that frankly, there's infinitely more good things that God has done in our lives and has prepared for us in advance than what we're facing or what lies in our past. And so what would it look like if we could just set our, set our eyes, fix our eyes, as Hebrews says, uh, on the good things that God has for us? And so I love the simplicity of that song. It's like, hey, there is, listen, it's a, it's a, um, just a, a, attention, if you will. There we go. There's the word I'm looking for. Uh, attention, if you will, and a challenge for us. Hey, eyes up. Let's focus on the good things. And so that's pretty much the simplicity of the message of the song. How would you encourage, um, say, if there's a young person listening right now who is overcome with everything going on right now and just feeling a bit depressed and they want to focus on the good things, but it's just so hard. How would you encourage people to keep their eyes fixed on Jesus with all the distractions and stuff going on in their life? No, that's that's a great question. I was going to pull up uh, a verse, but my computer has frozen. No. So I'm, I'm just so connected to you. There we go. So oh, here it is. I got it. Okay. So my favorite translation of this scripture, John chapter 16, verse 33, I'll read it really fast. In the Amplified, it says this, Jesus speaking, says, I've told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you'll have tribulation. You will have trials. You will have distress. You will have frustration. Isn't that just encouraging right there? But he says, but be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, be certain and undaunted for I've overcome the world. And then it adds this, it says, I've deprived it of the power to harm you and I've already conquered it for you. Mm-hmm. And I, man, that is a, that is a hallmark verse that I read on an almost daily basis to say, listen, no matter what may try to come against me, Jesus has already paid the price so that it has lost all power over my life and the ability to harm me. And so, man, the renewing of our minds has to do with getting his word in our hearts. And so what I would encourage so many who are listening right now to say, you, you want a, a way to kind of fix your eyes, it's, the, it's get to the simple things. Get the word in you. Spend time in prayer. Start that day with your renewed mind. And then we see everything that may come against us in that day through the lens of hey, Jesus has already come, so already overcome. So I've got the grace to endure what, what is facing me right now. And you know, Mel, I think for me, just being honest, uh, when I was going through it in the last two years, I I um, would pray. I'd say, God, you know, this is what's going on. Just being, just being totally real, not like all cards on the table. Here's my heart. And I don't feel good, you know. And I prayed this prayer. I said, give me a, give me a bigger vision. Give me a bigger vision than what I'm facing. Because right now, I, I actually am not excited about anything. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm distracted. I'm not, like, my spirit's not focused on, like, something that you've called me to do. And I feel like, so, it, when it's, you're going through that, and if you're listening right now and you're kind of like, man, I'm, I'm in that place. And it, it, things aren't good. I don't, I feel massively discouraged. I feel alone. Pray and ask God. Say, God, speak to me. Give me a dream and give me a vision bigger than the things I'm facing. And if you can just, use up whatever energy you've got in you just pray that kind of prayer all of a sudden i feel like vision the bible says without vision the people perish and when vision fills your heart it's like it's like new life in your bones and so that's that's what that's how i got through the last two years so hope hope that helps yeah so encouraging let's have a listen to the track right now it's futures with good things at vision 180 
Happy Saturday. It is your simulcast with Mel right around Australia. And if you like what you hear, we'd love to hear from you. You can send me a message at facebook.com forward slash vision 180 AU. We are joined on the show today by the amazing Ryan, Chloe and Mark. They are Futures and Chloe's in Adelaide. Mark and Ryan are based in Atlanta, Georgia. We're on Zoom. And guys, before we go, can you let us know what's next for Futures? What are you working on this year? A lot of stuff. I, I'm excited about what's next. This is what I, I'm excited about. is a live, simultaneous recording in two countries. So to be able to, in Australia yeah. and America, at the same time, do a live recording. Um, we might even call it Hills and Horizons Sunday Sessions. We don't know yet. Mm. We've got names and titles. Awesome. But you can imagine like all of our campuses coming together in this one simultaneous live moment that's kind of like authentically who we are and a beautiful mess of who we are and like making something really beautiful together in that moment of figuring how to do it. That's what we're excited about. So hopefully in May. That sounds amazing. So does that mean anyone can tune in to, if it's a live stream? Yeah, we, we may be streaming it. We may record it and then release it as an album a few weeks later. Um, we're just working out how exactly best it is for people to in, interact and engage with it. But definitely if they're part of Influencers Church in both, they can definitely tune in and be a part of it. So awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Vision 180. It's so great to catch up with you. And if you missed out on the full interview, we're going to have a full podcast up on the Vision 180 website, vision180.org.au forward slash on demand. So make sure you tune in for that and check out their latest album, Hills and Horizons. It's out right now. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.